0: years podcast (laughs) with Justin Alexio Alexio and Jeremiah (laughs) Watkins. Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the building years. This is Jeremiah Watkins. It's Justin Alexio. And guess what? It is Friday, so we have a guest Uh, on the podcast. Very excited to Bring this friend on. He is. Uh, he's been on America's Got Talent. He's been on Last Comic Standing. He's been on The Tonight Show. Oh, he is oh. my conjoined twin brother. Please welcome Rob O'Reilly to the program, Yay. everybody. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How are you? This is where you insert the laugh, the uh, applause track. Right? Yeah. <sighs> um I'm great. How are you? Fantastic. Uh, nice good. apartment. Thank you. Thank you. You and Maya live here. Yep. My and I live here. I was One bedroom. One bedroom. Yep. 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 Can I give out the address on there? <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. They live on
0: Poinsettia in Hollywood. <laughs> uh yeah, I was just at your place yesterday.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh with you and your wife at uh we were shooting shooting some sketches. Mm-hmm. And I was on the bed with your girlfriend <laughs> filming her. Yep. All right. Clad. In, in yeah. your face, Jeremiah. No, that's uh it's all fact. <laughs> <laughs> that uh that happens. <laughs> so, I'm yeah. Pretty sure my neighbors think I'm like having an affair cuz Oh yeah. The the sketch we were shooting is like her his girlfriend is doing uh like orgasm noise. So Yeah.
2: <laughs> your wife, your wife never is like never gets weird about that.
1: Oh, she gets very weird about it, actually. <laughs> oh, does she? Uh not this not this time, but um right. In the pa- in the past when I've shot stuff with actresses, she gets very now
0: weird. Now with you as a director or are you being at, uh, an actor in it? You
1: know, it's funny. I, yeah, that's um because maybe, I feel like maybe it, it be is because difference. I was the director this time. Yeah. When I but when I was an actor, I, I remember specifically there was a time I was an actor uh, I was shooting a sketch with this girl where, like, it was the two of us in my, you know, my, our bed, I should say. Uh, and uh, by the way, my wife hates when I incorrectly use pronouns. Like, <laughs> if I don't use like inclusive pronouns, like if I, if you I, you just heard her yelling at my, you. Yeah, in my head she's yelling at me. <laughs> like, if I say like my condo, she'll be like our condo. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. like. so, anyways, I was in our bed with a different woman shooting a sketch, and uh, she started crying. Like, just oh the, no. Oh wow! I just like just the idea of like me like bringing another pretend woman dating another <laughs> <laughs> woman basically. Yeah, but was the sketch funny though? <laughs> she was crying at how funny it was. was it was <laughs> tears like, of crap. laughter.
0: I'm just so happy I married <laughs> you. <laughs> so what's your
2: go-to when you make a woman cry to make her feel better? Are You the flowers kind of guy.
1: Um, that's a good one. Um, you know, just general comforting, convincing her that what she's upset about isn't true. <laughs> so you <laughs> yeah. listen.
2: You're a good guy
1: i basically like it's happened a couple times and it's always like she's like it like, gets upset like that basically i'm a good actor i'm like yeah, i think you're she's always saying i'm not a good actor and i'm like I think you were convinced <laughs> she was like so you're saying there was nothing i'm like no like when i'm looking into their eyes like lovingly like that's acting yeah. like i'm not actually in love with them like, right it's, so
0: that's hilarious Women.
1: it's like i've had the same thing with other girlfriends too of like uh my wife does this. I mean my my last girlfriend did this. Like I remember with my last girlfriend there was a time where um I got a callback for a sitcom audition. Mm-hmm. And um it was actually like in front of, you know, it was like in front of the executive producers. And I'm I don't consider myself to be like, you know, a great actor or anything. So I was like, I was sure I wasn't going to get it. But I was like, so I tell her, I was like excited about it, obviously. I'm like, oh I got this big callback, and she's like she was like, she started just like crying immediately. and was just like, "You're gonna become famous, and then you're gonna leave me." <laughs> and you're like, "This
0: is just the callback, baby." Yeah, I'm not even on hold or anything yet. It was
1: like both the most optimistic and pessimistic <laughs> thing at the same time. Yeah. It's like you're gonna get it, and then you're going. Like, mm. Wow. And I was, but uh, she <laughs> didn't need to know that. But, um. <laughs> Be crazy, huh? Women be crazy. Women be crazy. So
0: whenever I uh, started stand up uh, in the LA comedy scene, this was uh, just over six years ago. I kept getting confused with you a lot yeah. uh, for at different shows and stuff like that. Like people would be like, "How Rob, many years ago?" Was "Rob,
1: it? six years ago."
0: Okay, yeah, It was uh, like right about the same time then. Yeah, I think yeah,
1: I moved here five years ago,
0: so yeah. Um, cuz we both had long hair we had at very the time, similar haircuts very similar yeah. haircuts and just looked enough alike where people would like confuse us and i was like i got to meet this rob guy and eventually <laughs> we met and uh, uh where did we I, first meet do you know I don't remember where we first met. I remember that I booked you pretty early on to do my improvised stand-up show at Second City. And oh, you yeah. made the joke. You're like, keep it going for the guy that uh, kind of looks like me. <laughs> and they got like a huge response <laughs> right. in the room. Everyone was thinking it. Everybody was thinking it. And, you know, you <laughs> professional comedian Rob O'Reilly calling out the elephant in the room.
2: <laughs> Rob, why did you cut your hair? That's so sad. You just had to grow up
1: uh a lot of encouragement from the wife to come here i think yeah i don't know i just f- I started to feel like i was i had outgrown long hair no mm-hmm. offense you know um just, yeah just something different yeah. yeah i don't know i i think part of it too is uh i mean there was a while where like i had really long hair and like crazy glasses and like i was trying to do something to basically i mean like i did last coming standing and I was like, trying to have anything to say, I'm not just another white male stand up comic. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. Ev- it's like, you need some flavor. sort of look. Like, there's just so many white comedians. There's so many. And you have of to be so better. much funnier than all the other comics on a show like Last Comic Standing who have some sort of gimmick. Sure. Right? Because if they have like Correct. a gimmick, the producers love them, you
2: know? Yeah. How so, was shooting, shooting that and auditioning and all that for. Did you like the experience?
1: For Last Comic? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean I I I did it uh so the year I did it was the first year they had like actually intelligent judges who knew about comedy. It's like Greg Giraldo and mm-hmm. Andy Kindler. The previous years like I had auditioned previously like the first year actually the second I think the second year of the show I auditioned and it was definitely like they were just going for like the American Idol of comedy. It was just yeah, like yeah. very like they got a British guy to be like the sassy asshole and like it was like <laughs> It was it was awful. It was definitely not comedy. It was just like they were just making a reality show. Yeah, Um, because they were very rude to me, too. Like it was weird. Like I auditioned and they like said some sassy little dick thing that didn't even actually make sense because I my shtick. This was in college. I was in college and like I was very nerdy then. And I like my shtick was basically like, I'm a nerd. I can't ever get laid. And the guy goes, the guy was like, "Um, I'm sure you make all your friends laugh down at the frat house but you're not right for last <laughs> year. And Jesus. I was like, I was did you watch I was like, my ass Yeah, act did you listen all? to anything I just said? <laughs> uh, and then, so then he, he said that clearly that was like the on-camera response. And then like a second later, he's like, you were very funny and, and you have a lot of potential and I'm sure you'll be great." So, so it was like, the, you know what I mean? It was like the yeah. off-camera actual oh. comment was not, you know what I mean? Like they were like just doing it for TV. Yeah. So that was frustrating. But um, yeah, like when I actually was on the show, it was, it was a good year.
0: Nice. So you started? Did you start comedy in Ohio, and then you came out to Los Angeles? So what was your trajectory?
1: Wait, hold on. Before we get into my trajectory, I have like two things about how we look alike. Okay, perfect. Okay, so <laughs> one was like literally this week, I ran into a manager. I think his name's Zach Friedman or something, Omnipop or something, and he he was like, oh, you. He's like. I, it was like, I like barely know him. And I was like, oh, I think we might yeah. have He's like, yeah, I always confuse you with that guy. And I was like, Ryan Connor? Because <laughs> that's the other person. Right, I, right, right. And then right. he's like, he's like, he no, Jeremiah. And I was like, oh, Jeremiah Walker. So the industry is confused as well. <laughs> uh, uh, perfect.
0: That's exactly where <laughs> yes. we need to be. Uh, which <laughs> one is it? Uh, <laughs> Not good strength of brand. I don't know which one of you that we liked, but we (laughs) wanted to cast one of you. Let's go with Rob on this. (laughs) He's here right now. I keep getting all
1: your parts. (laughs) If you're wondering why, you're not getting more stuff. Uh, And then the other thing is, one time I was playing basketball near your old apartment. (laughs) And there was a basketball court there. And all these black guys were being like really friendly to me that I didn't know them. And like they were being like they give me like these very like knowing head nods, like, oh yeah, man. And like and like I remember at one point I go, like, what do you guys play to here? And they were they were like, Oh man, hey, we go to um, you know, thirteen straight and if you it's win by two. Like like friendly in a way that no one's ever been nice like yeah, nice yeah, to be yeah, like yeah. in a public basketball court. So I was just like, What is going on? And then you showed up, coincidentally, because <laughs> yep. you lived across the street, which I don't even think I knew at the time. And, uh, and they were like, oh, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we thought he was so <laughs> the best.
0: Yeah, I, uh, that's so funny. Yeah, it's just a bunch of black guys that are like, yeah, that white guy. Yeah, yeah, we know him vaguely. <laughs> Let's be
1: nice to him. That's amazing. Uh, so you're in Ohio. I think part of it too is that you're a lot better at basketball, so like oh, so they probably they probably <laughs> also were like, man, he really sucks today. Like his game is just off. <laughs> He's, He's just like,
0: super off. What's going on? And he lost some inches.
1: He <laughs> <laughs> can't get a rebound. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, did you start comedy in Ohio? So yeah, I um, started in high
0: school. Mm-hmm. So you started in high school. What now? What's that like starting in high school? doing stand-up comedy That's you gotta be
2: the cool kid right because all your friends are like oh i could never do that oh.
1: <laughs> i was definitely still the nerd uh <laughs> it's kind of like oh the rob o'reilly the class clown goofball does stand up. i mean i think some people found it maybe a little impressive but not certainly not like the cool yeah. kids it was <laughs> like <laughs> your debate the, teacher the lesbians <laughs> yeah. were like in, impressed wow rob's really <laughs> the nerds moves. who actually went to the talent show basically. yeah 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 um but I think like younger the younger grades because I still I feel like to this day like I'll have people who are younger than me in high school who I didn't really kn- you know how like when you're in high school you know the older kids but they don't know you back yeah and, like I'll have like younger people from my high school be like I saw you at the town show and you were so funny you know but like anyone my age or older than me wasn't there <laughs> yeah yeah um but um yeah I just like I mean the full story is I had a Spanish teacher who encouraged me to do it because mm-hmm. um, it was very, like, funny in her class, basically. And then uh, that was... So originally she encouraged me on my, my sophomore year, and I realized I didn't really have enough jokes to do the five-minute audition. So then I... That's why, like, I started writing a j- in a journal, keeping, like, writing jokes. And then... Yeah. So one year later, when there was one in my junior year, I, like, kind of, with the help of my uncle, revised a five-minute set... Uh, I remember the first ex- Technically like the first time I did stand up I like did it for my friend Like three or four friends in my basement Yeah And it Ugh, did horribly That's
2: the worst
1: Was like, the- it
0: judging you super hard Or were the
1: jokes actually bad Well the jokes weren't great I mean you know It's right. like it's. it's like, like, I mean even now that I'm a professional comic Like most of my new jokes bomb You <laughs> right, know what I mean Like right, there's, a, yeah. there's a 10% hit ratio yeah. at most So it's like All of it was new You know So like obviously like <laughs> most of it was going to be bad You know what I mean <laughs>
2: So, um... Did they do that thing where they try and give you recommendations on how to make it better?
1: Um, not really. No, I just... I remember I just, like, totally lost confidence in it. I was, like... I, uh... I did it for them, like, the day before the audition uh, in my basement, and, um... I, had a whole, I remember that I had a whole, like, motif. I had, like, a, literally, like, a, I'd written, like, a callback after every joke to, like, the first joke. <laughs> and that first joke didn't work. And then I just kept making this callback, and the callback obviously didn't work. So I, like, got rid of all of that. It was, it, I remember something about, did, like, now, having sex with time, an old did lady. You ha- did you, like,
0: consciously know what a callback was? Going no, to you just no no I, like I wouldn't have known like yeah. the terminology but yeah, I, like yeah, yeah. I
1: like I'd watched a lot of stand up like on Comedy so Central so you just knew that as a device and you're like I'm
0: gonna try that
1: yeah and I was like pretty I was like I'm a pretty like I approach creativity a lot more left brain than most like mm-hmm. commu- like so I had a pretty like methodical like I remember like I watched a lot of stand up and I actually like kind of devised like a list of like like types of jokes like I okay. was like some jokes are, like, you know, exaggeration. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. they exaggerate something to make the punchline. Some jokes are an analogy. They create an analogy to make the punchline, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, I, like, kind of did think about things like that. Um, but I wouldn't have known, like, I had my own terminology, I guess, at that point. I didn't really, like, I hadn't, like, hung... I'd never even been to a comedy show, you know what I mean? Wow. In fact, I've been doing stand-up for, like, three years before I ever, like went to See, like a comedy club
0: well because you were in ohio
1: it's 21 and up there right yeah that's yeah, part so you, of it i mean even
0: that's how i was in kansas city yeah that's why yeah
1: actually i mean i st- i actually started hosting the improv before i was 21 wow or i think even 18 mm-hmm. i remember one time i went there and they wouldn't let me in and i was like i'm the host tonight and the guy didn't believe me he's like that, you know you're not yeah. the host and i was like i prom-, i'm like get the manager <laughs> and the doorman just wouldn't believe me uh <laughs> i looked very young i'm sure but um, so, uh, where was I? Yeah. So I tried all these jokes in the basement and, um, I, and, you know, I, I didn't have any of the other things you need yet, like confidence. I mean, so much of jokes is how you deliver them. Oh, right? yeah. So, yeah. so it was a, it was a, you know, it's like the opposite of a self-fulfilling prophecy. It was like, because I wasn't doing well, then I wa- didn't have confidence and therefore, I wasn't performing the jokes well. Yeah, and yeah. So it was a downward spiral. So um then the next morning, uh, was like this is the day of the audition that afternoon. I my Spanish teacher let me practice my jokes in front of the class at the end of class something. She like, said, cool. I'll give you five minutes at the end of class. So yeah, so I did that and like I told I had like no confidence so I'm right. I told my first joke, like <laughs> and, and it got this laugh and I was like and I, like, started to get more confidence, you know. And then, like, by the end of it, I'm, like, dancing around. And sure. Like, because they all got laughs at the... I mean, I learned, basically, the valuable lesson that the more people there are, the more laughs, laughs you're getting, yeah. basically. Yeah, Because you know? yeah. it was, like, 30 people as opposed to three. Three so, in a basement. Yeah. I'm
2: getting so. ten times the laughter. <laughs> when you get nervous, what what happens to you? Like, do your palms get sweaty? Or you just, like... Uh... At that time, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't get nervous anymore, to be honest. But
1: um, <laughs> at that time, I mean, I remember... Because then, well, so during the day, I, I heard a lot of like, I heard you did comedy first period and it was funny or something. <laughs> so then I did the audition that night and it did pretty well. And then, uh, then was the actual audition or the actual show, the talent show. Mm-hmm. And that time, I mean, there's like hundreds of people now, yeah. right? It's like, so I was super nervous. It was, I, I don't even remember, maybe 500 people or something. And, um, uh, you know, I walk out and I had written my hand, my jokes on my hand. remember them. Yeah. And I remember there was like this intense spotlight. I wasn't like expecting like how you can't at all see anyone in the audience. You know, it was totally dark except for my spotlight. And I, I remember that my jokes were had because of the sweat were like smearing, rubbing off my hands. I was like, Oh, like, I
2: don't know what my jokes are.
1: Um, I have a recording of it on, on YouTube. Of oh, for <laughs> goodness. <laughs> it's, I kinda, it is unbearable. <laughs> I
2: kind of did a similar thing when I first started doing stand-up. I would write my jokes on my water bottle, and like my, f- one my first or second show, I dropped the water bottle, and it rolled off stage, and I was oh just no. like, oh, boy, here we go.
0: So doing that talent show and starting to do stand-up in high school, did that give you more confidence
1: coming to L.A. and and having well, there was a lot in between done, Having done – like yeah. So, yeah. just to do it quickly, basically, then I went to college b- mm-hmm. at BU, did, it, did some stand up in Boston. Then afterwards, I moved to New York. Uh, and, you know, I like barked at comedy clubs. And oh, that, that's wow. When the I really classic got good. Barker, Yeah. yeah is I Boston as racist as they
2: say it is? I That's what I hear. Uh, I, I mean, I'm been. white, I'm Irish, so. <laughs> so it's pretty good. I can't tell you. It's pretty great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm tr- treated like a prince. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> um, so that's so I don't would you know. say I don't, in Boston I don't think and New York it's that racist to be honest? Would you say in Boston, New York, that's where you started to get
1: more of your conference Where you are like, okay, I think yeah. New York is definitely. York, I feel definitely. like the the actually technically I was still when I was still in college. So the summer before my last year of college, mm-hmm. I went to New York and did the barking thing, and my voice described. and uh, I got wait, like that was I feel like that was like mm-hmm. those three months are when I became a good comic because yeah. I like, I literally was doing five shows a night and. Wow, like in between the shows, I was handing out flyers on the street, but I was just thinking about my jokes. I was just you know all like you're all immersed in it, yeah. yeah, when you're just like thinking about yeah. stand up twenty four seven it's all you're thinking about, like you're gonna get a lot better, and more than anything, I learned how to deal with crowds, I learned how to do crowd work, mm-hmm. like I just got more confident as a comedian now
0: you had a a heckler video that went pretty viral mm-hmm. uh
1: when was that, and what part of your career yeah. was that? So, I think that would have been well like pretty much like right when I would moved to New York, mm-hmm. but I was home in Cleveland. That was at the Cleveland Improv. Okay, and uh, yeah, I'd set up my camera to like. It's funny how th- like I think you know I was probably really hoping to get my like ten minutes of material on sure. tape, and this guy started answering his phone in the front row, and I think I was probably thinking you know F- oh God, he's ruining like my he's tape. ruining my <laughs> tape, you know, like I want this tape of my jokes, like yeah. in the. And I have to deal with this guy, and then the irony is, of course, like me dealing with it got this huge laugh, and then that video ended up getting, you know, over a million hits or something. So yeah, people care way more about that than some poor, you know, some, you know, medium-written <laughs> <laughs> stand-up joke. Oh, well, those
0: moments. Yeah. I mean, have you had another moment like that happen where it's just like this huge?
1: Oh, I have them all the time, but I'm rarely recording them. Right. So it's exactly. Like, it's, it's so fact, rare It's the fact it that I had tape. a camera on. Yeah. I mean, I had I had probably one of the most insane things happen about a month ago at a college show, that I'm like, oh, man, I fucking wish I had recorded it. Yeah, but yeah. It was a very similar setup where like somebody's phone went off, and but he ended up saying like, "Can do you want to talk to her or something?" <sighs> what was it? It was like her, her the phone, His phone was ringing. I started talking to him about it because he like, oh, he, his phone started ringing. And then he like wouldn't. I was like, I acknowledged it, and then he still didn't turn it off. Phone and I'm like, I was like, Hey, maybe you know, ho- turn off your phone. <laughs> That's like still ringing. Yeah. And then so he's like, he f- finally ended it, and he's like, Oh, like it's it's my ex girlfriend or or my current. Gr- I was it was very vague. It was like they yeah. clearly still had a relationship, but he was <laughs> calling her his ex girlfriend, <laughs> and um, he's like, You want to talk to her? So I did the same thing from that the video you're referring to, where I basically was like pretending. No, I didn't say that. No, sorry. So I so what I did is I pretended to be him on the phone call. I called back as him, and for some reason she didn't, you know, tell my voice was different. Yeah, and I said, um, I could actually try to. Do you want me to try to find it right now? Well, I'll just I'll just tell you what happened. So basically, I mean, it is really insane. Like, because uh, I did record the audio of the show, um, but basically, I call it back as him and I say, oh, like, you know, I've. Um, Got something I want to talk to you about. Like, I just I just went to the you know the that the clinic recently <gasps> oh and God. um and like before I even like she's like well I, what happened and you know and I'm like I'm like uh you know they, they said I had chlamydia. She's like, well, it's not for me. Like I got it from Big Papa, and afterwards <laughs> oh I got you know, I took antibiotics. I told you about it, I took my antibiotics. <laughs> So I was expecting her to just be like, Oh my god, do you have chlamydia? And instead she just got super defensive and was like it was like when I got it from Big Papa, like <laughs> I told you about it and I got rid of it. And so, you know, you got it from someone else. You, like Wow So this woman starts going off about how is it just how someone's murdering someone in the audience? Big oh man, people are like losing but I like I told them all before the phone call I'm like, don't laugh. Yeah, because otherwise you're gonna ruin the prank phone call. They're going she's gonna hear you and it's so all they're all being like <laughs> the audience is literally like like they're shitting their pants yeah, cuz they yeah. like can't laugh they're like, <laughs> <laughs> um and it, it it just went on to be like the craziest conversation where this woman basically tells me that she has chlamydia or she had, had had chlamydia and uh like she got it from someone named Big Papa and then i find out that Big Papa is like this local dj oh that God. everyone knows and like <laughs> It was the craziest thing, yeah. It was. You should
0: it. put that on like a uh, a CD as a bonus track or something. That'd be so oh, cool yeah. if you have the audio of it. Right. That'd be so yeah, fun. Yeah, it's a
1: good idea actually. Yeah. That's
0: yeah. A, yeah, that's smart. Uh, so, okay, we're the 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 heckler video happened back in Cleveland. So when did you actually move to LA? You said about five years ago. Yeah. So, um, when did you start getting in writers' rooms and stuff like that? Because I know you've had Uh, Mm a decent amount
1: of experience. Well, people kept confusing me with this guy, Jeremiah Watkins, and they were (laughs) like, dude, I love... Let's hire this guy. I love your (laughs) act-outs. I was like, I bet you could write comedy. And so I said, oh, okay. And so they were like, here's some jobs. And I was like, oh. That's what's so Um,
0: funny about people confusing us is like comedically, I feel like we're like pretty different as far as like performance-wise. So it's... I would love if like somebody like came to see... Me, but they thought that <laughs> they were seeing you. And they're like, what is he on tonight? He's just like, standing there. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> He's just standing there telling jokes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He's like, Where are the impressions? There's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> mean um, <main> voices. <laughs> so my first, I mean, I've, I've pretty much wanted to be a writer the entire time. Like, I mean, at BU, I studied TV writing. Mm-hmm. And it's always kind of, you know, a big, been a big... Um, my idea of my career path was to be, oh, I'm going to do stand up, and that's going to lead to getting like a TV writing job and stuff. Yeah. That's always like what I've wanted, you know, but, um, so then I moved here partly because I had a lit manager or sorry, agent that was interested in a script I had written and that never really came to be. But, um, uh, I guess maybe a year or two into being here, I met this guy, comedian who also was a producer at an MTV show and actually it's a pretty funny story I was I went on a date with this girl um so in in between that's my always Justin's approach
2: <laughs> yeah that's how you get <laughs> connections baby yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so I went out there with this girl and um I was like why don't we go uh to this bar that's near your apartment it was called called the parlor room and because she lived on Yucca right by that, by that bar and when we get there, the guy is like, the doorman's like, Oh, it's a private party tonight. Like, you know, and I'm like, Oh, crap. I'm like, I don't know what to do now, you know. So, as I'm saying, though, this, this comedian I know, like, walks out and I'm like, Oh, well, like, what is this party? And he's like, Oh, it's a rap party for ridiculousness. And I'm like, hmm. And I was like, Oh, like, you know, could you get us in? And he's like, Yeah. So, he, he gets us in to this party that I'm not supposed to be at. Yeah, it's like a rap yeah. party for a TV show I wasn't working at. And uh, then. Uh, I mean, it first of all, it was great because, like, I look like a big shot oh, of to the girl, you know, because it's like, oh, I know people right past in the Hollywood. security guard, yeah. and it was an open bar, so that we didn't have to Hello. pay for drinks or anything. And uh, as I had a tendency to do at open bars, I got very drunk, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was pretty much like the, the my my the the you know correlation between my drunkenness and price is very strong. It's like. <laughs> I'm very a very cheap man, so like yes. when, when <laughs> drinks cost money, I'm like I'm not drinking tonight. Yeah, you know? yeah. So they're free. Oh, I'm getting wasted. So, uh, so I got super trashed, and I was talking to one of the writers, this guy Hampton Yunt, and uh, I'm like, "How did you get the job?" And he's like, "You know, this guy got me the job." So when he's like, "Well, I don't want to say his name, I guess for, you know, what I mean, just sure. I don't want people emailing him or something." But when he <laughs> walked by. I like grab him and I'm like, Hey, you should give me a job. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, like, like uh, I tr- I drunkenly I'm like, hey man, you should give me a job. And he's like, Oh, okay. And then um, you know, then oh man, your AC turned off and I just realized how loud it was. It was oh. Super loud. Uh or whatever that was, heater or something. So um then I, you know, I guess I remembered it and I think I probably Messaged him later on, being like, "Hey, you know, we talked about maybe work. I'm the guy that <laughs> you love." Yeah. <laughs> so then he he brought me into the room, and I and I, I guess wow. I mean when he brought me in, I mean that was just kind of the first hurdle. I, at that point, they were bringing in lots of people, and most of the people didn't last past a week. Right. They just this is like a test phase. Like it to was to like it was like a, a writer audition, basically. Gotcha. Yeah. But I ended up sticking around, and I was there. I ended up lasting there for three years. So
2: wow. That's awesome. That's yeah. Insane story. <laughs> yeah. Should, give me a, that's a job. job. <laughs> that's
1: LA. Like, yeah. You should give me a job. So, I mean,
0: kudos to you for being that forward. Yeah. Just yeah. being like, that's the guy I need to talk to. <laughs> Everybody out of the way.
1: <laughs> well, it's funny because um, it's like, I mean, I had written so many packets and it's like submitted. Isn't that weird how it works it's,
0: out? Like, yeah. Like, whenever you try to go like the typical route, like, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to no create No one gets a jobs that
1: way. No. It's such a waste of time, I really feel like. I mean I uh, I've heard of like very few stories. You know what I think
0: it, it is
1: with that kind of thing? Is
0: I think that doing all that stuff is good prep for whenever you sure. actually get the job. Yeah. So it's like you're like you you feel like you're spinning your wheels, but then you actually get the job and you're like, oh, maybe that was the reason why I was supposed to write all those packets. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess one advantage would be like, say you've written a bunch of packets, then you have some material ready to go for when someone is like like a friend of yours is like, Hey, yeah. You know, send me some stuff. Sure. Because I think, um, I think just literally just cold, uh, submitting for things. I just think That's almost no one gets jobs. Yeah. You got, you, you are submitting with literally 500 other people. And even if the other 500 people aren't very talented, it's like the fact that they're having to read 500 things. Like you're just, yeah, you're going to be screwed basically. Like it's like, yeah, it's with anything like any, um, any job application, anything like that. Like, unless you know someone, mm-hmm. you're very unlikely to get the job, I think. So you did a, uh, you did a bit
0: on the tonight show with Jay Leno, where you, uh, you're like a man on the street type thing. Someone's
1: right? reading my website. We
0: went on that IMDb. Prepping. Oh yeah. <laughs> Trying to, <laughs> uh, how did that come about? And how long were you out in LA whenever that came about?
1: So that was a weird thing. Uh, I actually, right after college, I went back to BU and um, they had this, you had this, you know, I was in communications and you had the inability to rent cameras out, Yeah, you know, nice. Back then they were. That's how I was in my high school and college. XLR stuff cameras. Yep. Yeah. XLTs, and, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, at the time, that was pretty much the only thing. I mean, nowadays you can buy a camera and shoot on it. You know what I mean? Back then, that was, like, the only way to shoot stuff, really, that yeah. had any quality to it. So, um, I rented one out, and I went out on the street uh, streets with a friend of mine and just shot me, you know, messing around with people on the street, doing a street correspondent thing. And just, just, you know, I don't even know why I made it, quite honestly. I guess, like, to put it online. Yeah. The internet existed, but barely. It was, like, right. YouTube was just starting. I was planning on putting it there probably and then um uh this is like day, i don't know 2006 or something so so then um i saw somehow that the tonight show had this thing called who wants to be a tonight show correspondent and they're literally like accepting nationwide submissions for being correspondent. <laughs> wow. and i just happened to have you know this thing that i just made so yeah and it was too long. It was um I don't even remember. I think I, I think I cut together I remember I remember after we shot it, I, I remember thinking, man, was there anything funny in there? It's funny how when you shoot those, because now I'm actually shooting them again these days. And it's funny how often you, you shoot those and you think afterwards you're like, I don't even know if we got like a two minute yeah, you know video out it's of that. Difficult. And then you go through the footage and you're like, Oh shit, there's like ten minutes of funny because when you're just picking out the absolute funny moments, you know, you could shoot for an hour and Ninety percent of it is crap and isn't funny at all. But like, it's the, you just yep. pick those gems out where like something funny happened and make a highlight reel. And it act, so, anyways, I made I don't know maybe like a five minute, five seven minute video. And I, uh, in hindsight, I think the Tonight Show was like, please send us a ninety second video. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? <laughs> um, but I sent that to them, and then it ended up playing it on the air, um, edited down greatly, like down like to like ninety seconds. Sure. And um, it's pretty exciting. And then, yeah, because this is when you still live back in Ohio, right? Uh, I think I just moved to New York. Just moved to New York. Yeah. You're like, man, I'm getting freaking
2: and TV I was like, credits am I on, on the
1: Tonight Show. But I didn't, I didn't use it as a credit yet, which is stupid of me. I should have. I've never been good at kind of promoting myself. Oh, <laughs> like <laughs> I just see so many. You're actually someone who's good at it. I see so many comics that are like. It's like anytime they ever do anything, there's a post on Facebook and it's got 300 likes. And I'm like, I have cool things happen. (laughs) I don't know why. It's like, I just, I don't know. I never post things that happen to me, you know, and like get all these likes. but um, Because I do think that's a big part of it in LA is like the kind of... Momentum machine of like People yeah. are like Hey, I'm doing well And then people see That they're doing well And they're like Oh, he's doing well Let's give him more things Because he's doing I well I
0: think it's So much
1: perception Yeah Like it has exactly. I think
0: it's a huge It has a
1: lot to do with it But yeah Yeah It's like I feel like I never even like Promoted that I was on The Tonight Show I just <laughs> Like You know what I mean I was just like I was just like Oh, that's cool But that's like <laughs> Yeah I don't know It's like I don't know For what it's worth I, I think That's part of what I haven't done well in in my career is just like kind of self-promotion. But anyway, so then they ended up playing it on uh, the best of The Tonight Show, like later that year too. So it really really did well with the audience. Now, did
0: they send you checks for?
1: No, I didn't get any checks or anything.
0: Which is weird, right? That is weird now that now that we're bringing it up. Now that yeah, you now that I'm like in money. the game, I'm yeah. like, oh, I should have gotten paid for that. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm in AFTRA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh so we're coming to uh the final segment of our podcast, Rob, and that is the Hollywood bitch slap. What'cha? So <laughs> I just <laughs> left you. Hanging yeah, on he was so, drinking water. I was waiting for it to <laughs> stop. Okay. So this part of the podcast is anytime Hollywood you feel has uh, there's been a big letdown in uh, life or career while uh, you've been in the game, and uh, yeah, if you share a story of uh, one of
1: those yeah, times. I mean, I've I've had a lot of bad breaks. Um, I mean, t- twice I have been booked to do. I've never done a late night set, mm-hmm. and like twice I've been booked to do one. And the first time it happened, the booker ended up leaving the show and all. They didn't, you know, honor his commitments. And then the second time it happened... So he, the they had sh- you, like, booked on the I show? I was booked to do Ferguson, and then the booker left, and the, and then they never got to do it. <sighs> and then the second time, uh, I was booked to do George Lopez show, and then the show got canceled right before I was supposed to do it. Oh, my God. So, so th- <sighs> those are... Those are not even Did the worst, those Did you tell people? Those are in my top three, so my number one moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm excited for this. <laughs> my number one moment is that um, when I was living in New York, uh, America's Got Talent had this thing called uh, like the MySpace audition, so I sent them a tape via MySpace of me doing stand-up. Yeah. Got booked on the show. They flew me to Vegas. I ended up, you know... Being on the show, it was like Sharon Osbourne, uh David Hasselhoff, Pierce Morgan, mm-hmm. I think, were the judges, yeah, and um, I made it to the finals. And you know, I had like I had several. I mean, I did. So okay, so first of all, you're it's it sounds like fun, right? You're oh, <laughs> you were in Vegas, like so. What you don't know, they don't tell you? I'm literally in Vegas, and I'm in like a convention room with a fun, bunch of like jugglers and acrobats and stuff. And they've told me that I can't ever leave. Like, I can't enjoy Las Vegas at yeah, all or you're do stuck anything else. They're like, they're like, sit in this room <laughs> for literally 12 hours a day and it was just so that on the off chance we want to do an interview with you, we know exactly where you are. And we can be like, come, come do an interview. So 99% of the time, you're literally – I didn't bring a computer or anything. I was like, I didn't know this was going to happen this way. So I, like, was just sitting in a room, <laughs> right? I had nothing to do. And then um, – Every once in a while, they would bring me in for an interview and um, interview me. I mean, they had two hours of footage on me, at least. Yeah. All these interviews about my life, my family. And um, I don't think, in hindsight, I played the game super well yet. Like, I hadn't figured out yet that, like, you need to, like, kind of make up a backstory. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, But... So there's that, but then you know, but then I kept doing real well at the shows. Like I do, I'd get these big applauses, and I'd move on on the show. So, so I so I make it to the finals until I finally get cut from the show. But I'm like still like I'm gonna be on television, right? Like yeah, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be a huge career boost. It's gonna like make my career basically. I'm gonna like be a finalist on America's Got Talent. And then I I'm telling I am self promoting this. I'm like emailing. Everyone I know, like, be like, watch America's Got Talent. I'm on America's Got Talent. Right. (laughs) And and I'm like, I don't know which week, but keep watching. And and then finally, uh, like, it gets to, like, the final possible week that it would be, because it's, like, the first three weeks or, like, the, you know, first auditioners. or Yeah. And I still haven't been on the show yet. And then finally, uh, the producer emails me and is like, so uh, NBC has brought, we're really sorry, but, like, you've been, like, cut from the show. Like, NBC is bringing back Last Comic Standing, and so the producers don't want to have any stand-up comics on the show this year. Oh. So it was me and um, oh two other comedians. Uh, just got totally... And the, the, by the way, the other two comedians weren't actually comedians. They were they were called comedians, but one was an impressionist, and the other was, like, a ventriloquist or something like that. Yeah. So I was, basically, I was, like, the only stand-up comic. So, uh, yeah, I got cut from the show, and... Um, so they got nothing did. out of it. The only thing they ended up showing was I still use this as a credit technically because they did show one tiny little thing, which was they went. Um, the, the narrator was like, some of the people seem like they didn't even want to be there. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, <laughs> and they go, they have Sharon Osbourne. Going, by the way, she never even asked me this question, but they, Sharon Osborne is like, So, why do you want to be here? And I was like, Uh, and then it just goes to the next person.
2: <laughs> like, what? Hey, man, that's screen time, baby. Yeah.
1: Dude. So they, for like the two hours of footage they had of me, they showed me going,
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. That, okay, I, I'm going to place that in the top five. Hollywood bitch slap yeah, stories. That's,
2: that was, that's pretty, pretty rough. pretty
1: freaking rough.
2: But it made Dang. you the man you are today.
1: I'll tell you. And the, the You know what the real sad conclusion of the story is? Oh, okay. Tomorrow morning, I'm auditioning for America's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going back. I'm like, hey, Hollywood, bitch slap me again. <laughs> 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 that's incredible. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well Rob thank you so much for coming on the podcast Thanks for having me Yeah where can people find you on
1: Instagram, Twitter, social media All that stuff At Rob O'Reilly on Twitter Same for Instagram I guess uh, I don't really use it much But if you want to see pictures of my wife and I having brunch Go on my Instagram <laughs> That's pretty much we uh, Or my dog um, But yeah And then if you live in LA I have a show every Friday night At Bar Beach at 8.30 Called Peachy Keen Awesome. It's a great show. It's a great show. Yeah. We had Sarah Silverman last week. Dude, nice. He's awesome.
0: Well, uh, continued success, my friend. Uh, you know, the more success that you get, the more success I get. Yeah, so likewise. <laughs> so. <laughs> exactly. So it works out. Uh, yeah, thanks again for coming on the podcast. And check out Peachy Keen every Friday at Bar Lubitsch, everybody in Hollywood. It's a fantastic show. Thanks. Bye. Bye.